Claxby Hill. We had a very long, we made Norwegian style sledging. Let's go and find her. Where are you going, Master? For a drink. Okay, yeah. You guys want anything else? Um, three butter beers and some ginger and wine, please. Six shots of giggle water. Oh, great, huh? This snake juice is basically rat poison. Spent my whole life right here in Lackawanna County. Drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Yeah. You won't have to tell anybody because I'd be like, <laughs> look at this. Let me pull out my my flip album here. This is my daughter. This is her in space. This is her eating vegetables. And this is her binge pressing a car. What now? <laughs> you walk up with your hologram phone. And you know, right. it rises up and you're like, wow. The Samsung holophone, by the way. I go up and I touch my yet- gloved hand with the electrodes like to their temple and to their occipital lobe so that the images just flash in their retinas. And you know what? It's going to be powered by Android and there's going to be like that one Tim Cook fanatic who's like, yeah, but the iPhone can sync with the cloud. It, it works seamlessly. Just oh, who sure needs occipital lobe? So uh, uh, and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. fires. <laughs> <laughs> The war has begun. The year is 2077. <laughs> right. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Go, okay, Google Pixel 3. You cannot talk about Notch. Oh, that thing had a Hitler a stash fan. coming right down off the top of it. <laughs> I am not a Pixel fan, so you're, I'm with you on that one. I, I'm a hardware fan, so whoever has the best software and hardware combined, that's who has my vote. Oh, okay, I, f- I, f- I feel like it's it's cased closed. Yep, you're right. It's the Note 20 Ultra. <laughs> it's closed. They, okay, they did get it right after they started exploding. Uh, four four uh, generations They gave ago. you personal fireworks just because people don't know how to use those. It's <laughs> their problem. Listen, if you decide to take just, your battery out and start poking it with tweezers, that's on you. Just because the Note 7, the, the Note 7 that could not be on airplanes and at least 14 states does not <laughs> mean it was yeah. a bad photo. And neither could and neither could hoverboards and yet they were awesome there's so. just been so okay well anyway let's uh, let's pretend like we don't know each other go around just to humor me and introduce yourself and then we'll get into this because i think you can already tell this is a house divided. And let's just be real. Even in just casual conversation, William is like, hey, let's introduce ourselves to a random I love audience. That. Yeah, you're, oh, I you're do. Sitting I there, do. <laughs> you're sitting there at a family get together. Everyone knows everyone. He's at like, Christmas. I'm like, just let's go, me. let's go around the circle and Aunt say Debbie, something <laughs> interesting about yourself. Aunt Debbie, you, you know, start. We've never met. Uh, for all the listeners, and they're like, What listeners? We're at Christmas. <laughs> like, to be, <laughs> to be fair. Is, that is probably a good thing to do at our family reunion. Because we're just It's like, true, it is. But I don't do it if I've taken my meds. So I've taken my meds today. This is purely for the audio format, okay? In my family reunions, people take meds, and then you have to reintroduce everyone. <laughs> uh, so today, a, a doctor... Uh, and this, these voices should sound familiar, but a doctor, a lawyer, a community college professor, and a pilot have walked into the bar. I'm William. I'm the doctor. I'm Cody. I'm the lawyer. I'm Dallas, and I'm the community college professor. And I'm Alex, the eight-foot-tall orangutan. 
<laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> Oddly enough, the, the the zoom camera takes off a couple inches, but thank you, you thank you. Your 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 <laughs> really like is imposing none the same. <laughs> Uh, and this, so for those who I've been saving the like before and after clips just for posterity, this topic oh has come up almost every time that we have gotten together and talked mm -hmm. because in this, this age of, well, I mean, I, not necessarily in this age, we're in drastically different parts of, of this state and another state. So in order for us to do this, we have to use technology and our preferences on technology uh, often do come up and we have noticed uh, some some lively uh, and strong opinions uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Some might say almost like religious fervor of <laughs> said opinions. Yeah, I'm not not for me. No, oh, no, 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 I, I oh, wouldn't claim oh, <laughs> religious. Oh, says, says the man with the home pod. Oh, I got it on sale. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what, for it was like only five hundred dollars. Yeah, four ninety nine ninety nine, or ten easy payments of forty nine. So yes, Apple versus Android. The Why does it have fight. to be versus? Why does it have to be fight? I didn't make it a fight. The, the Apple fanboys did. Well, hey, um, hey, <laughs> you say that again? No. Just, well, we just found out who the Apple fanboys are. <laughs> uh, just because they were first out of the gate, you but know, we, we staked our claim. Yeah, we kind of were. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. I mean, technically, BlackBerry was first, but we don't like to And talk Palm. Palm Pilots were around well before. There were plenty of touchscreen phones. And were they? Were they? Yeah. Just now, I will give you this just because you have to dock it to a dock and then plug the dock <laughs> into a computer, not a great setup. But <laughs> Apple, Apple wasn't the first, they just did it, they refined. That's this is what I've you said almost the said better. Time. He did, you he almost said no, better. That landmine almost got stepped on. <laughs> no, they they take the parts, that, <laughs> they take the parts that work from other people, they sit back. They wait like a year and a half, two years. They they go, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Let's put it into our device and do it the way we would want to do it. And then people go, oh, this is revolutionary. And I'm like, well, I have had a notification bar for ten years. Get with the program. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a peace offering out at the beginning. Okay. Right. Um, some I will acknowledge some truths, and then I will give credit where credit is due. So some truths are many of the things that exist on Android have been there for nigh upon a decade. Yeah. Apple is just now doing it. So if we are talking about who was first out of the gate, Android pretty much on all accounts was first out of the gate. I will also give some credit the mad scientist child in me that was constantly inventing things. I love what uh, Google and Android manufacturers are just, I love this, like, let's just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. They're, they're not afraid to uh, bend a form factor. I, no pun intended, but they're not, not, they're not, they're not afraid <laughs> to. iPhone sec, seven, uh, the bend gate. Oh, was the iPhone seven bend gate or was that the iPad? 
It was, uh, I think it was the iPhone 6 into the 7? 6, yes. It was it, the iPhone the first, 6, like, thin, thin 6 version. plus. But I mean, I, do you want me to send you the, the pictures of the first Galaxy Fold that got one single grain of dust in it and the screen completely rips off? So wait, I can wait. handle a little bit of... You're, you're talking about a product that is literally a folding screen versus a flagship phone that somebody a, put in a their back product pocket. that cost $2,000. I mean, what, what I would say is that if you want to be on the front edge of technology at all points, it's going to cost you more. The Galaxy... Okay. Can, we ju can we just establish how this conversation went down? I was attempting to give credit and praise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was I was interrupted <laughs> with the, the vitriol <laughs> and the bile. Oh no. oh no. I there are many things that have tempted me to go to Android. Okay. None of them have really come to fruition. Yeah. One of the biggest was do you all remember Project Aura? Yep. Uh, Google's like modular smartphone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So oh, the back of it, it had this like steel chassis with all of these various docks that had, I think it was like a 16 pin connector where you mm -hmm. could literally build your own smartphone. Yeah. Uh, and it was pitched as a camera manufacturer could build a camera for this smartphone. A speaker manufacturer could build a speaker for this smartphone. And so if you wanted to take up if, if you didn't really care about photos, then one of the little like one by one square docks, put just the bare bones basic sensor in there enough to like take the occasional like, hey, is this the soda that you wanted from the grocery store to your wife while you're out shopping? Right. If you wanted to get, you know, the mountain Vista in high resolution, then you might be able to buy like a Sony sensor or a Leica lens and put it on the two by two dock connector. And so it takes up more space, takes up more real estate on the phone, but that's what you prioritize. That whole concept fascinated me. And then Google killed it because all Google can do well is search. Everything else bleeds money. They, they actively spent uh, $12 billion to buy out Motorola just to send a message to Samsung. So they, they're not worried about money. At all. Yeah, the like the profit margins on search are so large that they're basic. They basically play and everything else that they do. Well, and they weren't the only ones. A, a lot of other people had tried modular smartphones. Um, the, the idea of a modular smartphone has been around for a while. Um, the issue, though, is just that there's so much more waste um, and I know it sounds counterintuitive because people were like, well, it would reduce waste because you buy a screen with the board and then you, you know, you only upgrade the individual pieces, but the idea that the components would have to be mass produced and it wasn't guaranteed that everyone would want those components. Would sell. Yeah. 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 And so it was, it was really difficult. Um, like there was the, the essential modular. phone. Yeah. The essential phone was tried too. And uh, another company called Phone Blocks, and they both mm -hmm. tried it. The problem is, is that it, the the model itself doesn't work. Um, so know. Phone Blocks, like I I follow uh, the innovation and the tech side on both sides. I find the whole process fascinating. Mm. I, phone Blocks was actually bought by Google to do Project Aura. 
-hmm. and they essentially refined it down um, to a a more slimmer profile in order to do that. But that was the only time. Project R was the only time that I was tempted to switch. So I guess I so I guess what would be helpful for all of us uh, in the conversation and anyone listening would be to kind of discuss our phones leading up to the present day, like all the phones that we've owned that have put us where we are and why our mindset is what it is. Like, so William, like, what did you start with? William, Cody, Dallas, what did you guys start with? Then what did you upgrade to throughout the years and where are you finally, and what is your rationale at this point? Like, why are are you thinking what you're thinking now? So I'll start. Um, and I, I do reckon, I very fully acknowledge and recognize that there is ecosystem lock-in and, and that's by, by design. And an object at rest tends to stay at rest, you know? <laughs> well, it, it's, and there's also that sunk cost fallacy. Like you go to a movie and you sit through an hour mm-hmm. of it. And this is like, this movie is hot garbage, yep. but you're like, I've spent my money on it. I want to get my money's worth. And then you get to the end of it. And there's um, like two hours of your life is gone and you've still lost that money. Yes. I, I sat through. I'm playing devil's advocate with myself here. We started out the first I device that I ever had was, um, was an iPod. Okay. Um, We got, I got one for Christmas one year and uh, as a result started accumulating iTunes television shows because we had an hour and a half drive one way to get to my grandparents. And so being able to have something to watch something in the back of the car was nice. And so whenever it came time, whenever that thing was giving up the ghost, um, the next step in that was an iPod touch, which ran iPhone apps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the app ecosystem for that was the same for the iPhone. Right. Um, And I didn't spend a lot of money on apps, leading up to med school it was just bare bones basic i would use it to watch youtube and to watch the itunes content that i already had and i might buy a game or two i think the the only game i had on there was angry birds for the longest time we get to med school and our med school decided that they were going to buy ipods for the entire entering first year class because there was a lot of um physicians because when physicians get out, even though they're under a mountain of student loan debt, they like to spend money as if it are not. So lots of physicians <laughs> had iPhones, which uh-huh. at the time, which it's ridiculous to think about that at the time they were $600 and that was lambasted as like the most ridiculous price price point. And now the cheapest iPhone that you can get is still like $450. And they're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so inexpensive. And like the most expensive is like 1400. Well, way, wait a second. Know. What was six hundred and two thousand eight? Uh, what is what's the inflation? The iPhone. I'm thinking about. No, no, no. The inflation. Oh no, no, no. I'm like sorry. what? What was? Oh gosh. Because now I'm thinking I, about. I, I guess mean, that would have been a twenty percent increase over those years. None of so, us are math people, so I think. It, all right, I'm looking real fast. Ah, that's about a seven hundred and fifty dollar phone today. Okay, that's, that's middle of the road, but yeah, the the value. That, that's was, that's like a, the like. Pixel line, uh, one plus, like a base level flagship. Yeah. Yeah. Not made by Samsung or Google. Well, you got to think. Um, but the, a flagship. And even like the iPhone 11, 
was $750. So that, that is kind of like right, right around the middle of the road, but all of these, um, medical resources since doctors were carrying iPhones when they first came out, the only apps that you could get in your pocket for a medical resource were on iPhones. So the logic behind that on the med school was we didn't have to buy you a phone, but we got you a device where you could use your resources. So now I have all of my iTunes content. I have the few inexpensive apps that I've bought. And then we also have the very expensive apps that our med school has purchased for us. Right. And mm-hmm. so whenever it came time, all throughout this time, I had a Nokia brick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in college, I did have a Motorola Razor. Heck yeah. uh, and I carried, uh, I carried that thing for uh, like until the, what, the day that I flipped it up and the screen kept going. And even then I had, I had like built into my muscle memory, the keystrokes to do what I needed to on the phone. So I, I carried the phone for two more weeks, did everything on speakerphone. I didn't need the screen because I knew how to navigate it without the screen and I could still That's make awesome. calls after that one gave up the ghost. Like I was on my own as far as buying it. So I bought a brick and I had that up until we started medical school in 2014. So I did not get my first smartphone until 2014. Okay. Uh, and when I did, uh, it was kind of, it wasn't by choice. When in orientation for med school, they said that the, their main communication resource between the nurses and doctors was an app that ran on an iPhone. And so it was basically like, you better go get an iPhone. Uh, and our, we, we were using Cincinnati Bell Wireless Ooh, as our cell yeah. provider. Uh-huh. And Verizon bought them and they use completely different technologies. So our phones were instantly obsolete. We couldn't use them. So they were running this big deal where if you could get this, all these rebates, it it essentially made us getting iPhones free. And it wasn't until I actually had a job and had like, was able to save up some income that I started upgrading. But by this point, the, vast library of content I couldn't switch because of all my resources because of Mm -hmm. all my content because of all my apps but I didn't want to because I dabbled in Android on the tablet side Uh, because you could get on uh was it woot.com and you could find an Android tablet which is like six or seven inches and it was a flaming pile of hot garbage. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you're talking about like crapping out tablets for nothing. Uh, there was a hot period there with Android tablets where like everyone and their mother had an Android tablet. Right. And the quality control on it was definitely not great. Well, all right. So I guess that really uh launches into a new discussion that we should touch on later but i think because you talked about uh, you were entrenched in the iphone world william from the very early standpoint i was entrenched in the android world um so for me i grew up with uh, my dad handed me down an old nokia brick uh and then he got a flip that had the Extendable antenna. And so I I actually, as a quick side, um, you guys remember when we were young, you would take the Capri Sun packet. And when you were done drinking it, you would 
fold it in half and flip up the bottom and you would keep the straw out the yes. top and it would act yeah. like so it would be a phone I, yes. it would be a phone so i did that recently we were at a uh, alley my wife uh, and i were at a family cookout and they had capri suns and i was like oh my gosh let's let's be like children again this is great <laughs> and so i did it and we're sitting down and all of her little cousins are sitting around and i did that with the phone and one of her little cousins bless her heart she looked and went what's the straw supposed to be and I was like, oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh. Like, I'm so it old. Makes, it makes yeah. me sad. Um, I know. Cody uh, and I just recently what? recorded um, uh, a kind of a conversation about analog versus digital. Um, there was this a this is, this is, about eight track tapes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, this is something that he, he and I will stray toward co to conversation frequently. Uh, yeah. about like medium that we are fully bought in digital never going back and then medium that we are like uh, under no way am i going digital like for me that's books uh, like i if if i'm unsure about a book i will test it on a kindle yeah. that way it doesn't take up physical space if okay. i like the book i go buy it that that makes sense yeah. i am a i'm a book buyer too i would rather have a physical copy that i can flip through and share i only somebody. go I only go eBooks with the library because you know they're. But I, I bring that up to say, like, over the course of our lifetime, just like how your your cousins were like, "What is what is the straw sticking out yeah, supposed to what be?" What is this supposed like, to be? Like, we've witnessed the advent of the boom of technology. Like, right. I right. have active memories of the bag phone that had to be plugged into the cigarette lighter in my dad's yeah. car, dude. Yeah. All the way yes. up to like three like 30 times the processing power that it took to land or or the old land on home, the moon or the old home video cameras that were about the size yes. of a loaf of bread that had tapes that then you would put into a larger vhs tape yes to then play <laughs> yep. on tv and it would and when ours died reel out flush yep. yeah and, Do we and have when ours died even bigger and it took the full VHS tape. No, you shoulder fired. Yes. Yeah, yes. You felt like you were going out to film a news anchor on location. Yeah, and you felt had that like thing Steven on your shoulder. Spielberg. You were the real yeah, right? deal. Yeah. So and my those mother are was standing in every family function like this. <laughs> right. He still but I've watched it. some of your home videos and they make my heart so happy. I'm very <laughs> glad that she did. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh yeah. But okay. So those are the but, reasons why I didn't like reasons that held me back of why I didn't switch. Yeah. The reasons why I was more than comfortable and very confident in that decision was my desires for a smartphone since the advent of smartphone. Right. All I wanted personally and I've told this to multiple people. When, we, when I was looking to get a phone, I want a camera that makes phone calls. Yep. Yep. That's it. Well, I didn't care if it had this large app ecosystem, but iPhone, now they've, Google's given them a rung for their money on the Pixel phones as far as their camera. I even some of the early reviews about the the Note and the the Galaxy Twenty series. I'm I'm not entirely sold on the whole like 108 megapixel sensor, but it still outputs a 12 megapixel image. And what they're doing with pixel binning, I'm like it's it all seems gimmicky to me. It so may I'll be able to give you the review later on. I guess in the the episode, 
but it's it, it puts every other camera I've seen to shame. It's phenomenal. And I'm also a huge photo taker. So I use, uh, there's a company called Moment. They make phone cases with real, oh, you're, you have a Moment case too? All right. Yes. So I, I yes. love mine and having three cameras that I can now attach lenses to is, is phenomenal. Uh, hopefully they hear this and will decide to give me their uh, anamorphic lens. That would be incredible. So moment, uh, if you hear right. this, I, I want an anamorphic. You guys are awesome. All right, for you, you, you got sucked into the ecosystem once it was important enough. Like you, you, had, you had no choice. And then at that point, there was no going back. For me, on the other hand, I didn't, my parents were anti-phones for, for me when I was younger. They were like, no, you don't need a phone. And then as I was getting older and could start going places, they were like, you need, you need a phone. And they were like, but we're not buying the phone for you. And I was like, wait, 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 I need to have You're going to make me get it. You're going to make me get it. So yeah, so I saved up and I didn't get a phone. And meanwhile, my friends are all getting uh, like the phone flip keyboards and they're uh using the razor and i i didn't get a phone for a long while and i guess it would have been the end of 2009 i guess before i bought my phone and i got a samsung uh mythic and it was running there it was a uh, feature phone not a smartphone a feature phone so it literally had like the crappiest touch screen ever it, it, was it a Tizen OS? It was a uh, touch UI or something like that. So, okay. it, I mean, it was it was a dumb phone. But at that point, I was like, oh, I need a smartphone. Like, and, you know, and I held on to that thing. It was the coolest phone. It had this maroon back. Uh, it had a great speaker for the camera. And it had a camera. And meanwhile, my friends are on their, like, texting flip phones. And I'm sitting there taking pictures and videos and playing music. And they're like, what is he doing? Like, this is cool. And they, so they had their flip phones and they had their iPod touches. Well, I didn't, I didn't care about, I was like, I've got the feature phone so I can play my own music on here. And I was never in the, the iPod world because my parents, they were like, you don't need an iPod on top of a phone. And the only iPod that ever existed in our house uh, was my, my dad went on a uh, corporate trip with his uh, real estate company at the time. He was, he was a realtor. And he won an iPod mini. That was the predecessor to the Nano. I mean, uh-huh. it was like, yeah. it was like an inch thick. And it only had like four gigabytes of storage. And it had the, like a click wheel. And it was, it was a good looking device. But my mom was like, I don't even know how to use this. And so it like sat in their room for like from 2000 until like 2004. Like they just <laughs> didn't use it. And so like I had, so like there was no iPod in my world. I didn't buy an Apple device until 2013 when I was going into flight school because there's an iPad app that takes all of your yep. aviation charts called for flight. So all of your yep. weather, all of your charts and just puts it in one, you know, one app. And I was like, well, I, I guess having a tablet on my leg instead of having 
a bunch of paper charts, which I had flown with paper charts before, and they were a pain. And I was like, I guess this is what I'll get it for. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll try taking notes on it. Maybe I'll try writing papers on this iPad. I hated it. I, I was like, <laughs> why not? I'm just going to write a paper on my computer and I'm going to, I don't want to take photos on this thing because it, it covers my entire face. Uh, listening to music on a tablet is absurd because, I mean, that was exactly what the iPod was designed to combat was huge, like Sony Walkmans in your pocket. Like that doesn't work. So yeah. I was like, this is a useless device for me. When I am not flying, it literally is always dead because it is useless to me. <laughs> so I was like, I just. I'm glad, always- you're, I'm glad you're making your opinion about that. Um, oh no no! I mean, I was, what I'm saying. Whereas it, I, whereas it I took no purpose my- in my life. <laughs> like it, it doesn't have a role in my life outside of a cockpit. It literally, I charge it up before I go fly. I make sure my charts are updated, and then I get home and it sits on a desk for the rest of its life and everything else I do is on a, on a phone. So all the, all the while I had Samsung phones. I went to LG for a while and loved it and I haven't looked back. And every time, like it was interesting. I've, I've had this chat with Cody before, but it's like every time that Apple would do something, Android had already done it. And I would have friends who were like, can you believe what the new iPhone did? And I'm like, my last phone did this and you all made fun of me for this. Like what, what the heck? <laughs> and I remember like I had the original galaxy S it was the AT&T variant and it had a metal back. And I remember distinctly my friends were like, where's your phone metal? And I'm like, cause it's cool. It had like even a carbon fiber print on the metal back. I'm like this is an awesome phone. And then lo and behold, the iPhone goes to stainless steel, which is a great call, Steve. Like Steve Jobs made an awesome decision on the four and stainless steel. And people are like, oh, iPhones are metal. And I'm like, what the heck, guys? So yeah, I do, I do ag- acknowledge that they're not the first out of the gate with it. So yeah. for me personally, and this is where, you know, I'm not, I have never been an Apple hater. I have, I had a MacBook too, because uh, I did a lot of photo and video editing, but I never found the integration between my phone and computer to be an issue for me. I had, there was always an app that I used that could do a job for me, or there's, there's this crazy thing called a USB cord that uh, the cable would actually transfer everything I needed to the computer. And then with the advent of the cloud, like Google Photos had everything on my computer and my my phone. So I never needed the Apple ecosystem for me. And I know that's the biggest draw for a lot of Apple fans. And so I acknowledge that it's like, all right, if you need that ease of use, like that makes sense. And honestly, I don't really love the idea of like changing from a Mac to a PC but like, I don't, I don't sit there and go, you know what, maybe I should, I should get a PC, a Windows machine instead of this Mac, because I love my Mac. But if, if you told me you have to switch from the best Android phone to an iPhone, there's no way that I would do that. Like, that, that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Even with all of your third party services? 
Absolutely. Like if you're using Google Photos and uh, seven, and seven what, days what a messaging week. client is Google on now? Like their seventh or eighth attempt? I couldn't tell you. I don't even use Google Messenger. I use, uh, so Allie and I, she's an iPhone girl and I'm, I'm an Android guy and, you know, we're mixed household. Uh, we basically <laughs> use Facebook Messenger for everything or, you know, I mean, iMessage is literally just web messaging. So it's like, why not go with Facebook or WhatsApp, you know? Do you send her the the gifts of the um, green bubble, like eating the blue bubble? Didn't Samsung yeah. add those to their, their keyboard? <laughs> they did at one point. And I, but I use Gboard. I love, and she actually uses Gboard on her, her iPhone. Like a big draw to me for the iPhone was okay. Now this was their marketing terms. Mm-hmm. 85 to 90% of the time it was accurate, but Steve jobs was famous for quoting. It just works. I'll give yeah. you that. And, yeah. and for me, I didn't want to have to spend my time with technology signing yeah. into several different third-party services to get what would happen if I sign in with my Apple ID. It just works. So I hear you, uh, and I, I acknowledge that that is a way that an iPhone can work. Um uh, on the flip side, I've had more issues with my iPad and my Mac than I ever have with any of my phones. Uh, the only time I've had an issue with a single phone, um, my, I, I dropped my Samsung S7 Edge and I dropped it and the charging port stopped working. And so I couldn't get it repaired and I was already on AT&T Next program, so I was able to go in mm. and upgrade. And I was like, all right, cool. S9 Plus it is. Like that, I mean, I hold on to my phones for two plus years. And so by the time that a phone would be dying anyways, it was when I would already be upgrading. So it's like, mm-hmm. I haven't had those issues. So, I, But I also see, like Steve Jobs is absolutely right. Like he designed a product that is simple to use. I mean, you can put an iPad down in front of a child and they can figure it out. It's intuitive. And I absolutely- Mine already has. Oh yeah. And that's why I love, so, but I'm not, I'm not a computer guy. I'm a phone guy, but I'm not a computer guy. That's why my Mac, it makes sense in my head, but I can't do that for a phone. Does that make any sense? I mean, it does. I I have no desire to tinker with a phone. I just okay. want it to work, mm-hmm. and I want it to have a good camera. Mm-hmm. That's so, it. Uh, like my mantra hasn't changed. And yeah. I I the um, was it the DXO reviews? Uh, there's like this third party inst- institution yeah. uh, that rates phone cameras. Mm-hmm. There was a while there that the iPhone was like lagging behind, especially when the Google, the Pixel 2 camera came out. What Apple is getting ready to unleash in their entire product lines by switching everything to Apple Silicon, I, I think is going to take Apple's line like generations ahead of anything well, that mm-hmm. Samsung or Google or any of these can offer. Yeah, and I, I say that, that because honestly, competition is the best yeah. uh, best motivator for for growth in the industry. So if, if Apple does something great, 
that's awesome like, because that means that Samsung's going to have to do it. Motorola is going to have to do it. Anyone who has a phone right now is going to have to do that. Let's yeah. all just kind of sit back and like, you know, competition is, you know, what is, is what it takes. And, you know, the fact that, you know, Apple is one company, they do one thing, they, they do one company, it's a hardware software, everything's optimized. There are hundreds of Android OEMs. Some yeah. are crap, some are great. <laughs> like, it ranges the spectrums. Alice kind of got unleashed on the Android side <laughs> of things. So, I... What are you, no, no, it's great. You, you've been poking the bear episode after episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he, he walks out and it's actually more like Winnie the Pooh where he's like, I had a good time. I have an Android phone and, and I guess I see your side of things too. And it's like, oh, I guess the bear wasn't actually that mean, you know. <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, when it comes to phones, I exclusively Android. Uh, and it's... I had the very first iPod Touch, bought it the day it came out. I went to the Radio Shack and went, and I was like, do you have these yet? And they're like, we're getting them out right now. Can you wait an hour? I was like, yeah, I'll be back. (laughs) So I came back, bought it, and it was great. It was great for what it was. It was crazy that I had to jailbreak it to turn on the Bluetooth because that was like a hidden feature that they were waiting for an update. I, I remember like vibrating in my seat in college, in class, waiting to get out of there to boogie back to our dorm room so that we could play with that iPod touch. Yeah, it was great. It was great for what it was. I had, uh, at the time I had a razor flip phone mm-hmm. and before that I had all of the Sony Ericsson little brick with a color yep. screen. I had one like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, when color was a feature. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it Ooh, color. I, yeah. It was like we were taken back to the 1960s with TVs. <laughs> uh, but I had a, an, an, iP- an iPod video before the iPod Touch for music. But I tried to watch movies on it. And for me, like different experiences merit different sized devices. So watching any sort of video on it, it's... The screen was too small. I like to be able to sit down and watch watch video on a larger screen. I don't even like to watch movies on my laptop. I like to sit down and watch that on a television or something big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, outside of music, that was the only purpose it served. The iPod Touch was great because there were apps and games and things. But I went to a sidekick after that with the tactile keyboard on yep, the side. Yep. And then I got a an adult job right out of college as a caseworker, and I got a BlackBerry because it had a keyboard that I could type on, and I just enjoyed that. People are so. desperately trying to bring the BlackBerry back. Oh, yeah, you know, know they should do it for one reason and one reason only, and it is brick breaker. It, using the yes. little the little the ball, ball. Yeah. The little ball to play brick breaker on my dad's blackberry given to him by Coldwell Banker. Oh, <laughs> good night. <laughs> mm. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Oh yeah. So, it's the only way to play it. There's no other way to play. There okay, a little bit of a side note and this is I I'm witnessing my daughter's evolution in technology. Um we recently bought her her first digital camera. 
Oh no. And I know that that sounds like she's two. You got her a digital camera. Now, granted, this camera has a silicone sleeve that you could put on it with bunny ears and eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was $18 on Amazon. So right. if she just, but she loves to get our phones and take pictures with it. But it's it's hard for her to coordinate because the phones are big, her hands are small. We wanted to get her something that was like her size. Right. And I thought this was going to be just, when I thought about like, if my parents got me a digital camera, it would be like, 1.2 megapixels something yes. like that like yep. just atrocious <laughs> like yep. it, it if you printed out anything larger than a two by three it looks like an oil painting because yeah. of all the <laughs> artifacts yes was yes. it this 18 dollars like, camera and purple one with the silver ridges on the sides that every parent <laughs> gave yep. yes well no so this one we get it in in the mail it's a 12 megapixel sensor. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Can't, you can go all the way up to 20 megapixels. What? It's, set, it's lowest setting default is 12 megapixels. It goes all the way up to 20. It's micro SD expandable with a, you can go up to a 32 gigabyte memory card. It shoots 1080p video. You can load MP3s on it for it to play music. And it even has games. It has Snake, it has Tetris, that you can play with the like directional pad on the back of this camera. Now, yeah. the directional prag pad is four little buttons shaped like yellow stars on pink plastic. Right. <laughs> but the processing power that is inside this $18 digital camera, I, I, and I think it's because I've, I've witnessed the advent of digital photography, like what is going to be possible and what device she is going to be asking for, what phone she's going to be asking for when she turns 16. I don't know. There, there might be some sort of like neural implant that lets us just speak out loud, call dad. Calm and down, Elon Musk. Calm Elon down. Elon Musk. <laughs> right? Like, oh, see, when we were growing up, the camera, the digital camera that we were exposed to first was the Game Boy camera that, you slid the cartridge that had the giant ball on top that had a yep. Yes. Yes. In the Game yes. Boy Color. And you could purchase, you know, if you were loaded, the gigantic <laughs> printer that printed out garbage, tiny little yeah. postage stamp. I think pictures. it was a receipt printer. That's what it looked like. like yeah. It was it was the same technology that you used to print receipts. Oh yeah. But they just repackaged it as a Game Boy camera. No, oh yeah. Yeah, we Gosh, went through packages of double A batteries. This is a side note, thing. but I had a Game Boy TV tuner where you could watch broadcast. We did too. Like broadcast the Game Boy. On the Game Boy. That's fantastic. It, it never worked. It, no. Unless you <laughs> no, never. And a like awkwardly positioned in a thunderstorm. Right. Like, <laughs> Do you remember it, when they used to release um, like TV shows on Game Boy cartridges? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They did two movies. Yeah. See, Shrek that was 2. after my Game Boy time. Yeah. Shrek 2 and Shark Tale. Apparently, oh DreamWorks had a thing with them. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but, I mean, like, what's possible now? The big thing for me is pictures. We've said this, like, from the advent. I want to be able to take a decent photo. And right. with the iPhone, and I know, I think, I think the iPhone may have been the first to do this. Um, opened up the ability to shoot raw images on their photo sensor. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, I had that 
on my Samsung a long while ago. I, I, I'll look at it. I want to fact check that for all of us because I'm not sure. Okay. Mm. But what was possible on the phone using, using a camera program? Now, Apple's like stock photo, like a stock camera app is meant like it's the Steve Jobs like it just works like it's meant to take all the yeah. guesswork out of it like they analyze the scene they expose it for however they think it's going to look best and most of the time it looks great but if you want to get creative with it I use the Lightroom camera so Lightroom's app on the iPhone is the exact same as its app on the Mac but it has a built-in camera and so you can access the raw photos and you can edit it with the granular like edits that you can editing professional photos so that is why i've stuck with iphone all right i found our answer uh raw photo support was added in android actually let's i want to hear someone's guess when was it added uh which version <laughs> i don't know what 40. they were like Oreo cheesecake. I don't know what, whatever the desserts uh, just, were. Just give me a number. Popsicle. Give me a number. Give me a number. Like lemon uh, sherbet. We'll say, I, I don't. I'll say 2011. Ooh, very close. 2014 and Android Lollipop 5.0. So that is, uh, yeah, that that's pretty. I had raw camera support on the iPhone 5s, which is what I bought in 2014. So it was about the same. I, it, uh, iOS 10 added raw support on the 6S and on. That's, I just found the article. Gotcha. <laughs> so, sorry to. So like a year. I, mean, boom, 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 boom. I stand <laughs> corrected. <laughs> I like, I was definitely a child of the, the iPod generation. In fact, I'm kind of of the opinion that if Apple were to release like a new iPod with a click wheel, I'd get that in a dumb phone and just never go back. Cody, like, Cody, Cody. <laughs> I, so like I, Cody and I had this conversation separately. He told me that he knows he's going to irritate all of us on this chat. And I <laughs> told him that I love him because he has the most absurd technology uh, <laughs> requests. And I appreciate it. Because it's like, all right, you know what? If there's a market for it, I'll know how, who to ask. It how will be long, you. How long, William, have I been saying that I want video support on the Apple Watch? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, I, I remember him walking into my room, like, throwing DVDs in the floor because he was angry that they were, VHS was being phased out for DVDs. <laughs> Oh, I remember that he, too. My parents were like, we're not buying DVD. This VHS is clearly better because we already have it. When Cody plants his flag in the ground, he gets like, he has calluses on his hands from how many times he's tried to <laughs> puncture the bedrock with that flag. We were talking. We were talking yesterday about how it took everything in me to not get, to, to not like jealously guard my Blu-ray collection. And just, oh, no. just to go di digital, because I yep. know where this is going. <laughs> yep. You did yeah. bring up in a random message, why have cassette tapes not come back? <laughs> he did say this. We were in a group chat, and Cody goes, why have they not come back? And I was like, oh, let me count the ways for you, Roman. <laughs> uh, like, what, what happened was, was that um, Crosley had come out with some new boom boxes, because why not? You know, oh, yeah. Crossley, who's stuck because with reasons. 
you know, they're stuck with the gramophone and it's like, <laughs> they've got, you know, the, like one of the last remaining Thomas Edison descendants actively cranking a wheel so that they can play their music <laughs> through a big tin and, tube. And, and you're like, and I that's, just, that's going to market. It was well. just like, guys, please, please make sure that I don't go on a bender on, on Amazon <laughs> for every like spare cassette oh, tape. No. <laughs> I will have to, okay. I will have to give it to Android. Every like interesting, like head scratching attempt at advancing the technology has come from Android and has come yeah. from so, one manufacturers that have built for Android. I have a crazy story on that, on that note. So it was, the year was 2014. Um, I had had an, uh, a bunch of Samsung, like I had the, the Galaxy S2, the, the original Galaxy S, the S2. My mom got the S3. I was like, look, this is clearly better than the iPhone. And she liked it for a long while and held on to it till, till it died. But at that point, my S2 was dying. And I was like, Ah, I don't really know what to go with. And so I got an LG G3. I had a friend actually mm -hmm. in 2013, Cody, when Cody and I were at GSP together, there was a guy there who had an LG G2. And the idea that you could tap on your screen and yeah, it would wake one, up that one. and they had a button on the back. The volume rocker was in the center. So where you naturally already support your phone with your finger, the power button in the middle and the volume up and down were on there. And I was like, this is ingenious. So I got the G3 and one of the features they added was an IR blaster, an infrared blaster. Yep. And it was a universal, <laughs> universal remote. So I toyed around with it. I mean, I played with it on our home TV. I played with it. You know, you do all the things that you can. Well, fast forward to later in the year, my parents and I go on a trip to Washington, D.C. We're standing in the Smithsonian, the Air and Space Museum, and we turn the corner into this exhibit, and they had four or five Samsung TVs as displays. They were all turned vertically. Oh, no. And, and they were all as displays. And so I looked at my dad, and I chuckled, <laughs> and I said, you know, it's crazy. I don't know why they went with televisions when they could have – they should have gone with just large monitors because anybody with an IR blaster could just turn off these TVs. And my dad looks at me and he's like, you're full of crap. You cannot do that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I can. And he's like, oh yeah. And he doesn't believe me at all. And he's like, prove it. You know, he's like, I'm going to shut down this little idiot. You know, like my son is up. Yeah. He's, he's full of lies. So I said, are you telling me that you are, you're ready for me to turn off all of these TVs and the Smithsonian? And he said, do it. So I pulled up the remote app. I see that it's a Samsung TV. I go to the Samsung generic and I hit the power button and all five of the TVs on the display turn off immediately. And he went, he grabs me by the shoulder. He's like, turn it on, turn it on, turn them on, turn them on. <laughs> so I turn on all the TVs and he's like, we're leaving. We're go, go, go. Next room, next room, next room. He's That's like, hilarious. I thought you were kidding. And I was like, no, I'm serious. There's an infrared blaster right here. He's like, I thought you were joking. And I was like, no, I can do that. Android has always had more interesting ideas. And at that point I knew, oh, you know, all these cool features I'm going to see in like two or three years and Apple's going to be like, and now there's one more thing. And I'm 
going to be like, well, yeah, I had that three years ago. Thanks. Well, I have two infrared blaster stories. And it's Uh-oh, strange no. to me that I have two stories to follow <laughs> up two, your one infrared blaster stories. Two is not a large number. When referring to infrared blasters, it is that's an excessive amount. That's an excessive amount. So Dallas, I don't know if you remember this, but I had this little keychain remote. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember where I got it. It had a power button. It had volume up, volume down, channel up, channel down. That's all that was on it. You could walk <laughs> up to any television, hold down the power button, and it would cycle through every known remote code that it had mm-hmm. until the television turned off and then it was programmed to that television and you could essentially like take over control of that television yeah and so i would do that in the student center all the time and it was hilarious because you would be able to like change the channel and people are like what is going on with this television number two <laughs> the most interesting remote tech that i've ever seen was the chimera uh, wand remote. Yeah. So are you this talking company, about the wand that's at Universal for the Harry Potter world? No, this is okay, different. Okay. This is this is a wand that can control anything that's controlled with infrared remotes. Oh. Anything, because you put the wand into learning mode, where you hold it straight up in the air and you triple tap on it three times. And it goes and it starts like uh, just kind of vibrating in your hand. And if you take a remote, there's like 13 different gestures that you can do with the wand. You perform the gesture and it will start tapping. You put the remote toward the end of the wand, you press the button, it will learn that signal and then you can reproduce it. And so it was meant to use for televisions. So like it had the grand like sweeping gesture that you could do, uh, like a prodding gesture, a simple flick, flick up, down, left, right. You could roll it in your hand. And so rolling it would turn the volume up, rolling it would turn the volume down. You could flick up, down, left, and right for directional. But I took this one step further and I found little outlet adapters that you could plug into a wall outlet that were infrared controlled. And so you could nice. control anything that you plugged into the wall with this remote and so in our front yard for oh yeah so naturally like like it's a wand we got to do harry potter so i (laughs) in uh, the street that we were on at the time was very heavily trafficked at halloween so there was a lot of people coming through there i had all of these like fairy lights strung up in every window of the house it was a two-story house and you could light it from the street and the entire house (laughs) would light up and I also took a like Christmas deer, like one of the little does that you can like put in your yard that has Christmas lights on it. We built a Dementor and I had this like spiraling fog light on the Dementor and a fan blowing at the Dementor and where you could cast Expecto Patronum, the deer would light up and the fan would blow at the Dementor and it would like sway in the breeze <laughs> as you cast up That's a awesome. Patronus on it. And you say you all don't that, want to tinker with technology. That's a load of bullets. All that to say an infrared blaster has never come to the iPhone. Will it ever? No. Probably not. Probably not. Will it make it Probably back on not. Android? Probably not. Was it fun while it lasted? Sure gimmicky and that's 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 the thing for me about android when they try these new things ultimately they homogenize themselves back to an iphone clone Mm, well that's well okay like when the iphone 10 when the iphone 10 came out every phone had a notch every phone was full screen with a notch like now 
subsequently Samsung phones and the like have gotten rid of their notch for different like hole punch. Hole, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, ultimately I don't see the iPhone's notch ever shrinking until they can just get rid of it. Cody hasn't talked about his phone history yet and where he's, he's headed. My first real Apple product was iTunes because we had just dropped cable and God help me, I was going to watch Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My first ever iTunes purchase was Return to Omashu Season 2, Episode 3 of Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the exact episode because I had to download it from iTunes at the library, (laughs) burn it on a data DVD, burn it on a data DVD, and take it home because our family did not have internet. Not that we couldn't get internet, it was just because my parents didn't want it. Yeah, when Cody, I, when Cody and I first started talking about like our upbringings, he was like, yeah, I didn't have internet growing up. And I was like, I didn't realize Kentucky was that, like, I mean, I grew up in Louisville, but I didn't realize there were places that didn't get internet. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's not that we couldn't have internet. It's that we chose not to. And I was like, <laughs> well, this, this puts things in a whole different light, so. No, it's not that I didn't. (laughs) They chose not. The people who paid the bills decided that they didn't want to pay that bill. And so for me, iTunes was the internet because I could download it and take it home. (laughs) And so when I discovered the wonderful world of podcasting in 2007, I was like, free iTunes that I can download and take home that I didn't have to pay a buck 99 for an episode or 99 cents a song or $500 for an audiobook at that time. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so my first podcast was 10th wonder, a hero's podcast starring. Oh, wow. Yes. A hero's podcast. Cause heroes was the thing. And Heroes was, like, really, like, the first show to, like, have an online presence. And, yeah, like, yeah. they would post the episodes the next day, you know, just, like, you know, stuff like that for people who had internet strong enough to be able to do that. And you were, so... You were so big into it that uh, one of your senior photos, the, yes. the only way that I could talk Cody into letting me take the traditional, like, the photos that our mother wanted of him, like, mm-hmm. posed, smiling... Happy looking, <laughs> not with eyes that weren't dead inside, was for him to let me take ridiculous photos for it, and thus the genesis of the Christmas photos were born. Right, but you know what? That, that those is... were those were the early days of the Christmas photo. And so, like for me, it was iTunes, and yes, for years iTunes was hot garbage for a <laughs> right? long. For no, a long, I loved time. iTunes. And it, it was, was a bulky. It was, you know, it was bulky. It had, but to be, to be honest, like it was like the most legitimate well-sourced media app that I didn't feel like the FBI was going to knock down my door. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For a long, for a long time. Got iTunes and then I got an iPod, I got a 30 gigabyte iPod video and fell in love with that thing. I would load TV <laughs> episodes on that thing. William had a DVD to iPod video converter. Converter, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Super we, illegal. Oh, yeah, super, oh, yeah we had it. 
Super. Careful, the, the lawyer is here, so we gotta be careful. <laughs> we owned the DVDs, so, you know, we didn't, like, sell the copies yeah. or anything like that. The Stop. lawyer was the one begging me to convert his DVDs. <laughs> please, please. I don't know. I had all of Beast Wars on, all of season two of Beast uh, Wars. Yeah. yeah. That was... You know, and Beast Wars is only watchable now on an iPod <laughs> on iPod video because of the of the 1996 CGI. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and so you know, it was that, and so I I like downloaded TV episodes. You know, I got every free episode that I could find. Um, I had all of season two of Avatar: The Last Airbender, season three, season three like the dvds came out a lot faster the, the came out a lot faster than uh than season two did but i re- i remember distinctly william had to get me day of black sun on my birth for my birthday because the volume <laughs> two avatar the last airbender season three dvd ended with day of black sun part one oh <laughs> And I had to wait two and a half months to get the next volume. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so it's really like iTunes and kind of facilitating that collection. I still have a large music collection. And so for me, naturally going to Apple Music was sort of like the natural progression of where all of this was going because I still have my local library. And granted, 15-year-old me is a like I'm a little ashamed of 15-year-old me and my music taste. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it was is very much iTunes and I spent a lot of money on iTunes over the years. Um my John Williams collection is any indication of the amount of money that I spent on iTunes. You know, we had the iPod, then we moved on to the iPod Touch. Mhm. And our family was very anti, like, technology unless we, like, kicked and screamed. Um, moved on to the iPod Touch. We didn't get smartphones until 2014. And my first smartphone. So my phone history was definitely a combination of bricks, Blackberry knockoffs, and phones that play Snake. Like, <laughs> right, some, right. it's some variation there, too. When me and Alex met, my phone broke and i had to get for like four weeks straight up a nokia brick yep yep like old school 2001 nokia brick until i was able to go to cincinnati bell and get a new school <laughs> nokia brick. <laughs> I I went nokia brick. brick yeah i went from one brick to another brick it, it was, was great a, it was a slim brick it was like it was like a, <laughs> a briquette it is a briquette <laughs> <laughs> and so and then, and then 2014, before I started law school, I had my first iPhone. The iPhone. Oh, and I got acclimated into the iOS ecosystem through a combination of iPod touches and iPads and iPad minis. Right. Yeah. Yep. I had an iPad mini with cellular that I paid for myself that was essentially my smartphone. Right. Like, that I did was, too. That was yep. my smartphone. And during our time in Governor Scholar, there was a glorious month where AT&T had a deal <sighs> where it was one gigabyte of data for one week for $1. <laughs> it was a glorious deal for like one month. I Netflixed in the woods like <laughs> as I could. Because oh. I could Netflix at home. I remember it was that same Governor Scholar that our hometown got 3G. Oh, I yeah. know that because I was on my iPad 
and I saw it happen. It went from <laughs> Oh, uh, it's like it's like watching the clock turn. Like you stay up to watch the clock fall back an hour, right. and then you realize that the whole point of getting the extra hour of sleep is now gone because I stayed up <laughs> until two o'clock in the morning to watch the clock fall back. Yes, yes. but you got to see it happen. It was yeah. like, yes, it's the closest thing we'll magical. ever get to time travel. Yeah, and so <laughs> right, my iPhone was an iPhone five C. That oh, was terrible yes. from day one. Much less it was a year old at that point. And I could have told you that yeah. well in advance, Cody. It was it, it was an emergency purchase for all parties involved because that briquette uh, was like, on I, Cincinnati Bell and Verizon yeah. Wireless bottom and was shutting their service down. And I may or may not tried to Nokia that thing by slamming it against a wall, <laughs> you know, to get an iPhone. But you know, um, <laughs> no, no joke, Alex. I don't know if you remember this, but in my hall after I got the briquette, I I had my my students in my dorm hall like throw the Nokia against the brick wall in order to see how many times it took before it quit working. You know what? <laughs> I I feel like I can remember you telling me that and me sitting there going, this guy is crazy. He should have just bought himself. <laughs> he should have just bought an Android and been done with it. Seven times. Hard slams against oh, the Oh, it took seven times oh, to wow. do. Oh, wow. Yes. That's... So say what you will about the Nokia. Yeah. But got an iPhone 5C, hated it. I mean, I was glad to have a smartphone, but after about the, the illustrious month, first month wore off, I was just like, this is bad even by, like, by yeah. phone standards. And then I upgraded to the iPhone SE, and it was a 16 gigabyte iPhone SE. Loved that thing. Apple Pay worked. It was just like a whole new world was opened up to me because, you know, I'm on a budget and it was law school. And then I lost my phone while going rabbit hunting. So I remember uh, that day. Wesley Wabbits. Yes. <laughs> I had to go back to the iPhone 5C, my father's iPhone 5C, when he got an iPhone 7. So I was already well acclimated in iOS. And then I had no like reason to stay there except, you know, years of iTunes, years of, you know, just purchases and just being kind of comfortable and familiar in that world. Right. I went to a MacBook. And then for a while there, I was like, maybe PC's gotten good. And now, now I have a PC on my work computer and I'm just like, I look at my MacBook going, my precious. <laughs> uh, and so like we went to the, uh, so we went to the like iPhone 5, I was iPhone 5C, iPhone SE, back to an iPhone 5C. <laughs> that just hurts my soul. And then I upgraded to back to an iPhone SE, but it was the 128 gig. It was the Ooh. most, ex it is to this day, the most expansive cell phone I've ever had. <laughs> I went from 16 gigs to 128 gigs. You're like, the world is my oyster. I can download <laughs> anything I want. Oh, wait, one Disney Plus episode is six gigs? I currently oh, no. have 49 gigabytes of iTunes content just on my phone. Yeah, I'm not of surprised 49 gigabytes of videos and movies just on my phone. Why? Because I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> Knew that was going to be the answer. 
Because I can. I have three seasons of Power Rangers on my phone. You know, <laughs> walk us why of not. Of course so you Cody, do. Cody, enlighten us. <laughs> what is next in your phone evolution? Where are you headed? So, <laughs> so I have been, honestly, so in terms of the Apple ecosystem, the thing that I like the most is the Mac. Like, that's my baby. This is, you know, this is my precious. Like, the Mac is my baby. I love the Mac. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I'm never going PC. We get it. We, we, we get it. Yeah. Unless Cody, I build Cody, my- can you tell me what is your baby? What is your precious? <laughs> okay, before you talk more about it, please put on a bib. <laughs> and so, love my Mac, but I've been really curious about Android because of this loser, you know, Alex has been just like hammering on me to get an Android this entire time. And then my brother made a very good point about why he wants to have about, about a phone. You have this burgeoning tinkering interest, like the like mess with the OS, you know, I Raspberry Pi. I managed to put, you know, AirPlay on my record player because I was tinkering with the Raspberry Pi. Super cool, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I have this burgeoning tinkering interest and Android is more facilitated for that. But as far as my life is concerned, I know iOS, you know, iOS, I am comfortable. I am comfortable with iOS and I need to make sure that it just works. And honestly, the iPhone SE is the best value for $450 because I'm not willing to spend $1,000 on a smartphone. And so I was thinking about that and then I just sat there and realized, A, what I want to do that simultaneously fulfills these needs, but also makes everyone on this podcast mad and frustrated because you know we're podcasters and we're podcasters and our purpose in life is to fulfill a bit. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited about it or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, even I'm now like, Cody and I have talked about this off off uh, mic, and even I'm a little unsure at this point. Oh, I kept I, I, I kept you in the I kept both you and William in the dark. I mean, I figured as much on this. Oh gosh, my next I my next phone is going oh. to be the iPhone SE. Ah, oh, boo! But because I am morbidly curious about Android, and I want the premium Android experience but also I'm not willing to spend over a thousand dollars for it. I am going to get a galaxy tab S seven. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I did the same thing. They did the same thing. <laughs> they both so had a stroke at like... the same time in the same way. <laughs> you had all of these options. You could have gotten yourself a note 10 uh, plus. You could have gotten a note nine plus. You could have gotten, I mean, heck, get yourself an iPhone 12 when it comes out, but you're getting an iPhone SE. You're getting yeah. an iPhone eight. Yeah. You get an, an iPhone 11 chip. Yeah. But Cody, William, talk him out of it. Let him get an iPhone 12. <laughs> oh no, I'm not talking him out of the iPhone SE. Apple's like cycle of part spinning to get people into the ecosystem to lock them in. Like put a, like like rip roaring chip inside of this people love the smaller phones and they're they're catering to that like there's talk that the iphone 12 is going to have a 5.4 inch phone which will be smaller than the current se 
which is the, the seventh or the eighth form factor. I'm all about that. The Tab S7. <laughs> How many episodes of the Verge cast have you listened to? Like, I'm pretty sure somewhere in New York. Does he live in New York? I don't know. But Dieter Bond is having a stroke right now. <laughs> Listening to you, like, willfully and knowingly, like, I, like okay, uh, okay, I'll do something similar. I'll go get some pushpins from the sewing machine and sit here and push them underneath my fingernails. It'll be roughly the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I love and hate about doing this over Zoom is when Cody gets laughing and, and gets laughing, like, loud, his microphone shorts out. And so we Is have this silent video. We have this silent video feed of his head just thrown back and his shoulders like jostling up and down. And then when it reaches a decibel for human hearing and subsequently microphones, <laughs> then his audio comes back into play. Well, I can't blame you. Uh, it's a lesson that you'll have to learn for yourself. I know the curiosity's there. I was curious about Android tablets early on as well. I learned my lesson, but this is a lesson you're going to have to learn for yourself, so I won't stop you. <laughs> but it is the most premium Android tablet. I'm giving it All right. Dragon 865. I'm giving it its absolute Cody. fairest Cody. shake. No, no. That is not the fair shake. <laughs> you know, I'll be able to put all of like the weird ROMs that I want to put on there. You know, all of the like weird apps that are on like buy my app or else.com.christmas.biz. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so Cody doesn't want a tab to explore. He wants a tab to break it is what I'm hearing. It's like, let me go to the illegal sites that could infect my, my computer. Give me a virus. If Android is open source, I'm going to take them up on that offer. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if they value open source, because that's the thing that I do yeah. not like about Google, is that they exploit open source, and then they dig their claws into it and make sure that, oh, it's open source, but not really. Like that you have, you're overly reliant on Google services, even though they're like, oh, it's free for everybody. I have to respect Samsung because Samsung is trying their darndest to have an Android phone that is like not Google. Like they're trying everything in their power to like have a phone that is a uniquely Samsung experience. If they could, they would do Tizen. Like they they would fork off, do their own OS, their own third OS if they could. But, and they're trying to, because what Google does, I think Google is a far more nefarious monopoly than, than Apple is, you know, and all this talk about antitrust and anti, you know, and monopolies, because you willingly buy an Apple product, you willingly buy this product and you lock yourself in with this physical tangible hardware. Google has 95% control of the search market and they have 70% control of the browser market and 80% control of the, of the phone OS market. The internet is being remade by Google and no one really is noticing that. Like, like Google, like the internet is becoming Google's OS. <laughs> like it's being remade in Google's image. And do we really want the whole internet 
under the control of really one company. You get real deep and real dark there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can if you can fix it. It's kind of like social media. Like, where else are you gonna go? Yeah. Besides. Oh, sorry. I was over here using my S Pen to write a note on my phone that says, "Times Cody has annoyed us with his smartphone choices." It's just. <laughs> Keeping tallies over here in uh, with perfect latency uh, because I can. Uh, I love you, man. That is the I love the, you too. The craziest buildup to the most anticlimactic decision I've ever heard. Yeah, like, I, I'm I gonna mean, get a ten-year-old phone for four hundred dollars. Pixel that note-taking experience. That note-taking experience looks great. I remember all of my notebooks in college that were four inches by six inches. That must be just real fun. You you laugh? It's actually surprisingly awesome. I quite enjoy my aspect. I told I told Dallas my plan just to vet to see how they would react, and they are like, "This is." He was like, "This is the perfect blend of chaos." It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> you could have you could have said I, i'm going to sell my phone and just buy heroin and i feel like they would have had a better reaction than than they did this time having a stroke over here now my uh, one experience with android in real life was the kindle fire that i got for 13 dollars you you're like one time I picked up an Android tablet for a nickel and it was a <laughs> wild time. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not, you're not experiencing Android. Like just because you got a skinned Kindle and you're like, and then I had to break it to use it. I'm like, yeah, I learned how to, uh, I learned how to sideload apps because you know, the only way it works. Apps. Yeah, the Amazon app store is not that great. <laughs> All right, go around the horn. Where do you hope that your respective ecosystem goes? And that could be the hardware ecosystem, that could be the software ecosystem. Like and I and I know that the smartphones have kind of hit a plateau, especially with in software and their have abilities they? and what they could do. They're have starting they? well, I mean there's software, but they're starting to really like push the envelope with hardware, which excites me, even though I will likely never be a part of what's happening on the android side but where do you hope that they go or what have you heard if you follow the rumor mills or what is like on your wish list like if the next phone that came out had x y or z like you would immediately drop what you have and go for it dallas lead the way uh i enjoy stability and i enjoy being able to use a phone as like a multi-role device. Like I do search and rescue. I do a lot of outside things with my phone. So I need it to not be like a delicate flower. So like the foldable phones, like where the, the, the physical screen folds, I don't really like that because I don't feel like that is a durable option. So I don't really care for that. And even like cameras, not big, as long as it works well enough that I can see what's going on. I don't do photography, uh, but I like, uh, was it the phone that like it folds out, but it's hinged like a physical hinge with two screens. Is it the, the duo duo? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I like that because I can use it as a phone, but like if I'm out in the field, I can have more real estate for like maps 
and like I can have the bigger screen, but I don't like carrying the phablet trend that we used to have. So I like the paring yeah. down and having enough horsepower, like hardware to push it for longer periods of time. Yeah. If you want horsepower, don't go with the surface duo. Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, I'm not uh, Micro- Microsoft currently has an embargo on people reviewing the software. They're yeah. only allowed to talk about the device with the screen off. Yep. which can't be a good sign. No. Oh, I, I like it that that is a, like it's a blip on the radar now. So hopefully that will get more iterations and be a... Yeah, yeah. Thing. Like, Do you remember at, when we were in college, Dallas, the Microsoft Courier concept that went around? Yes. I know that I showed it to you. Yeah, because I was super excited that that was going to be a thing and then it died. And, and I, I feel like back. the closest we're going to get to it is the Surface Neo. So take the Duo and just it just a larger Duo that yeah. will have those two screens but i mean yeah. well coronavirus aside it's not looking good for it yeah and i i don't know the, the whole the way this this is all affecting tech is <laughs> william is a hater cody is chaos embodied and dallas is an enabler oh i might be an enabler but i also was not a snitch i did not <laughs> Let that go. <laughs> and I saw it coming. I was like, "Here it comes! Here it comes!" Hey, hey, hey. Why are you reading thing? our private? Why are you reading our private chats out? To the <laughs> I guess William's the snitch now, huh? I needed a bit, um, okay. No, like, I'm just all, I'm being all a of the cards. I'm being all a the cards are on the table here. now. But yeah, but like, so you need you need stability. I need stability, but also I embrace the androids have wild and crazy like come up with the next crazy thing i love it that cat makes a there's an android phone that has a thermal camera on the back of it like give me more of that stuff yeah i almost bought a phone that's like rated for like it's rated for like explosives so like there can be an explosion close to you and your phone is fine like that's what i need Your phone, phone is fine. You are not. So the phone still being fine but is that useless. Shot, that video will be fantastic. Me, it reminds me of this video of like somebody, it was like, sir, your whole family was just killed in a fire, but the only thing that survived was this hydro flask. And he's like, oh, that's awful. Hey, wait, there's still ice in here. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I Alex, don't where, do you, where do you hope it goes? Okay, so for me, I am I am all about the hardware. And ultimately, whichever um, OS gives me the best experience with that hardware is the, the phone that I'll go with. So for me, there have been a few times where I've thought, all right, if this next iPhone comes out and it just it blows everything out of the water. I'm going to make the switch. Um, what I want to see is the competition continue in a healthy way that enables both parties to make the best phones possible. So like yeah. the idea that the notch is a, a horrible look meant that everybody else is trying to streamline that. And so having a, a hole punch camera is great. But then the idea that, all right, nobody wants a hole punch and if you're you're losing your fingerprint scanner, so now we've got to do an ultrasonic under the glass, you know, fingerprint scanner. And that's the kind of Which competition is, that is driving, you know, the the market. I mean, the fact that 
you're having to see innovation. Uh, I, I really want to see an under the screen camera next. I know, don't quote me on this. I think it's Motorola that's working on one right now. There is um, one. One of the Chinese companies has one maybe like Huawei on, on the market now. Yeah. Um, where it will darken the the way that they've laid out the individual color pixels, it will darken them, and then it has to use software to kind of remove the artifact of having the screen over top of it. But it's right. there. Um, so, I think it was Xiaomi Mi Mix had okay. the phone that did not have a speaker, but it vibrated the chassis almost like bone conduction. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like that's something that I, I love. And that's that unnecessary. Like when I saw. So at first, when I picked up my note, I was like, where the heck is the speaker? And it's kind of wild because when you look at the front of the, the, the freaking phone, you're like, all right, where is it? And it's actually in a, just a little tiny notch. Yep. And, and it's so invisible, honestly. So, I mean, I don't think that kind of, but, but honestly, trying things out like that technology didn't work and so what did that yep. mean so you've got to be smarter you got to do something better and the idea that you know the competition is going to drive the market to innovate you know and that's the way it's always gone so i really want to see more innovation through competition um whether it means that iphones come out dominant forever or i mean but th that's just not the way a competition works and like the idea that samsung is putting out great products and huawei is putting out great products and apple's putting out great products i want to see them all continue to do that so that the consumer has that choice Benefits from and, that yeah. and we benefit exactly we get the best product possible so if your life you need apple products and ultimately an iphone is the best for you I want you to have the best phone possible for you. And that's great that you have that for me. I want the best phone possible for me. And I guess ultimately what I'm trying to say is I want people to stop bragging on me for green bubbles because you're, <laughs> you're outnumbered. Like Androids are everywhere. And like the competition is really what drives your iPhone to be the, the best it can be. And what drives my Android to be the best it can be, you know, I, I do it in jest, and, oh, and so iPhone, do I. Uh, so like, do I. iPhone has market share in the U.S. Yes, but worldwide, oh no, yeah. and yeah. that. Well, Cody, where do you see it going? So before we wrap, I think that the the way forward for Apple is slightly open, but also like slightly more open, like. I think they would do the world a disservice, uh, not a disservice, a service, if iMessage came to Android. End-to-end -end encrypted, across the board, you know, none of this, like, green bubbles versus blue bubbles, across the board, you know, that super private, that, that super private guaranteed privacy, you know, iMessage, iMessage for Android, however they have to monetize it, monetize it. Okay, wait, so they would be doing the world a service. If it they would be doing a world that, that's what I, I said disservice and I was like a service. Uh, oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they would be doing the world a service. Because the thing about it is, is that the world can only support two operating systems in a given place, unless it's like a very tertiary thing. So like televisions is still an open wild west, but that started to consolidate to Roku, Amazon, and then Apple is like 10%. 
Um, but as far as like the, the mature markets, it's iPhone, Android, Mac, PC. Like it's, it's, it, it comes down to two OSs and Apple's strength is honestly the lockdown ecosystem yeah. because it's that gated community. They're able to, by sheer force of will, will their existence, <laughs> will themselves into existence that it needs. Well, I, to- I fully understand that my progression was out of the desire to avoid headache. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I had an iPod touch. I've got all of these apps, all this music, all this phone. Okay. Let me get an iPhone. That just makes sense. Uh, smartwatches. Oh, these are kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Apple watch just works with the phone. Okay. Let me do that. Uh, being able to iMessage on the computer. Like, yeah, that's, I understand is, that that was the difference. But like, yeah. what is their differentiating factor in, in the competition is, you know, Google at its core is an ad company. Most of its services are free and it harvests data. Apple really needs to, A, be consistent because I know there's some things that they're not consistent on. But re- I think they need to double down on the privacy aspect of it yeah. and really be the privacy company be the ones that, you know, iMessage should be Edward Snowden approved. Like, <laughs> it should be, yeah. you know, one of those sort of like, the government should have a head, should have the a headache when, a headache when they find out that a suspect has an iPhone. Like. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Because I'm, I'm a little bit more like Dallas. I don't care about the latest bells and whistles, the latest features or anything like that. For phone work, it needs to work. I play on my Mac, I'll play on my Tab S6, and, you know, and exploit Tab S7 and exploit what in my Raspberry <laughs> Pi, exploit all of that. But for my phone, my day-to-day use, it needs to work and needs to work reliably. Yep. But I think that's the differentiating factor that Apple can have is that they need to be the one, A, that they're consistent on this, they're consistent on this, but also be the ones that they have the means and the modems motives that Google will never have because they are an ad company. They rely on, you know, harvesting people's data. They need to be the super private one, the the super private one and be consistent on that in the markets where they can. I know China, they can't like (laughs) they, they can't legally, they can't, but they need to be consistent on that. And I think that's where they need to move forward. I'm kind of like with Dallas. I like super durable. There's a reason why, like my phones, my phone cases, are are sort of like nuke proof. Um. I think your phone <laughs> cases cost more than your phones themselves. <laughs> right? You're like, I'm gonna buy this $200 phone, and then I'm gonna get a $500 case for it, and a an S tab or a tab S, you know. And insane tech tech request is solar powered phones. Forget wireless charging. Let's solar powered. Gosh. (laughs) And then you couldn't use it for three hours because the thing is overheated because you sat it in direct UV sunlight. (laughs) I know what. And this is like this is exactly what I. I mean, we are asking so much of phones and technology right now that I think we are we're seeing some of the most incredible things that. You know, we, we've, people are like, we haven't seen technological advances in so long. You know, we haven't gone to the moon. I'm like, do you guys realize the technology that's in our pockets 
every day because that's what we're asking of the world. We want to be able to share. Yep. We want to communicate. And frankly, that's, that's leading to a better world through that, that sharing of, of uh, experience. You know, the more that we get to share our lives with people, I think the more that uh, our humanity is, is uh, you know, we're, we're stepping away from the technological robot side that our parents were always afraid of. And the more we're able to share our lives, the more we get back to our, our, our roots, our humanity. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that has me most excited about the future of iPhone specifically, if we're going iPhone versus Android rather than just Apple versus Android, is Apple moving to their own silicone in their Macs. Yeah. Because just like the iPhone SE, which was a, a, an entry-level price, has the same internals as the iPhone 11, the right. advancements that they're going to have to make in their own silicone to put the same chip inside a Mac Pro for somebody to have to handle like five streams of 8K ProRes and render out in Fusion to, to do like studio quality work. Yeah. Like the uh, advancements they're going to have to make for that to be a valid option to buy a Mac that has Apple's custom chip, that's going to trickle down to the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see generational leaps in processing power. And I don't know what that opens because to me, a phone has everything I want already in it. I, I think that benefits the market on the whole because Samsung is oh, yeah, absolutely. The, same, the same issue right now where they're trying to market the Exynos chip and the Snapdragon. And they're seeing like the performance issues with both of those and, and the, the comparison. And so if Apple succeeds, then that's going to mean, hey, all of you other people, you're going to have to step your game up. They're, they're, it, it, if they succeed, they have succeeded where Windows failed. Like the universal Windows platform, the, you know, between Windows phone, tablet, PC. Yeah, yeah they're, exactly. They're going to they're gonna succeed where Windows failed. Um, Dallas, I feel like you're the kind of person that'll appreciate this. The new Macs is going to have native Linux support. So, yeah. just saying... You know, you seem like a Linux guy. Just saying. Um, (laughs) You have that that look about you. (laughs) Uh, You have that look about you. We can't really assess the smell over Zoom, but I'm sure you probably have that smell about you too. He's very granola, (laughs) just say that. (laughs) Well, okay, so that's, that's what has me excited about the Apple platform. But where I see myself headed is actually moving further away from my phone. Interesting. Uh, I see. So the things that have me and to be more in the moment, and especially when you have a kid, um, they start to really pick up on like, if you constantly have your phone, like trying to take pictures of them, they know when you're not involved with them. And so yeah. these advances from companies like, like GoPro and DJI and like Insta 360, um, I see myself moving toward one of the second or third generation cameras from them to capture moments and then doing the majority of my phone calls, texting from my watch. Like I still have the ability to be connected where, um, but the Insta 360 go and I will, I'll link to this in the show notes is 20 grams. It's minuscule. There's a pendant that you wear under your shirt that has a plate and the thing can magnetically attach to your plate. And when you want to capture something, you tap it and you can set it to record like 30 or 60 second intervals. It doesn't record a lot, but it records spherical video. 
And so if you want to crop it to horizontal for playback on a television later, then you can. If you want to share it to your story later, then you can like literally rotate the field of view vertical and get more information than you would if it was horizontal. That's where I see myself going. Do you remember the app Beam from Casey Neistat? I, I, I remember Casey Neistat talking about it on his YouTube channel. I never used so, it. It was a really interesting app. Same idea where you were talking about like all you had to do was open the app and touch it to your chest and it would start recording and then you'd pull it away and it would stop recording. And like that, that way you could be in the moment, see what you're looking at and then, you know, step away. And it was, I'd love to have something like that, but I mean, that could be on the phone side of things. So I'm with, I'm with William on that. Like I recently, uh, so I had an Apple watch series one. Okay. It did not have cellular support. It was the right, like built in native, native cellular support. It was completely functional to via Bluetooth. And what I found with this was having this and the phone felt like kind of like notification information overload that, you know, I wasn't perfectly seamless. Oh, I was checking everything on my watch. You know, when I work out, I would like straight up just like stare at my watch as I watch my step counter, you know, <laughs> my, my step counter go up. So I moved to a fossil hybrid watch, like analog watch with smart guts. But the moment that say the series seven were to come out, and it has like all day cellular support, all day cellular support, yeah. all day, like you, it functions as a dumb phone, you know, the ability to be able to just walk away from my phone completely. I'm, I'm with William on that same, on the same thing, but I got this as a, until that day comes, you know, I desmartified my watch to a point that it felt a bit more comfortable. Yeah. And so just something for fitness, basically. I can completely agree just the ability to have a dumb phone i don't have to think about but yet another brick to take place in my pocket i'd looked into the the light phone um which i'll, yeah. I'll link to that one below it was an e-paper phone mm -hmm. that i the concept was fascinating because they they wanted to go to be able to go light but a lot of the carriers have removed the call forwarding ability so you'd have to have a separate number in order to use it but it was just another thing to carry but with the, and again, this is one of the things I like about Apple's ecosystem. I can flip open the AirPods next to my watch and the watch will pair to the, Air, the, the AirPods that I can just leave without the phone. I could still take a call. Sounds just as good as if I was on the phone. I can send text messages. I can pay with Apple Pay if I wanted to, if I'm like in a store or something. And I don't have that floating screen and brick in between me and what's happening. So that's where I see myself going. I want to be intentional whenever I pull the phone out to take a photo, like, oh, this is something that I want to record for 10, 15 minutes, or this is something I want to get a really good composed shot. But for just like the memories for my sake, then having something like that, that I could just reach up and tap it and it'll start recording. I can capture you know, that little 30 second moment. And also I think some of that just comes down to your personal attitude. Like I went hiking the other day with uh, Allie and some of our friends and every like 30 steps, it's like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get this. I gotta, I, I'm like, 
let's enjoy our walk. Let's enjoy our hike, you know? And then, wait, 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 but I gotta, no, let's just enjoy it. And, and yeah, there were a few moments where I'm like, this is gorgeous. I want to capture this memory. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm becoming more intentional about the times where I do pull out my phone. If I can leave my phone in my pocket, I'm gonna. Uh, and so I'm with you on that one. But yeah. I, I just don't have a, a need for a, a smartwatch. I'm going to send a, a picture. Um, and I guess we can link to this too. But this was a time when I was glad that I had a sensor that could shoot raw images in my pocket. Mm. My We were at my grandmother's house. And my daughter was sitting in there under this window, um, uh, playing with one of her old phones next to a singer's sewing machine chair that my grandfather made. And the windows were open and the breeze was blowing through their house. And like, I, I flipped open the Lightroom camera and I went in there and I took it in raw. And then I used the, our presets that we use for professional photography to edit the photo. And that's something that I'm going to print and send a canvas of, or at least a large print to my grandmother for her to have. Cause it's her great granddaughter, yeah, like playing in her absolutely. house. Yeah. Um, that's, th- those are the moments where I want a camera in my pocket that can make phone calls. Outside of that, I really don't care what it does. <laughs> and oh, now wow. we're just yeah. going to share a whole bunch of photos. And, and again, yeah, we're just sharing where, photos back and forth. You know, cause um, everybody can see that so. over. Yeah. 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 I, uh, a very common iPhone feature is that I have a uh, very strict screen time controls. And so after it is after 10 30. And so I, I, my phone is basically useless right now. <laughs> well, I, I will, I will wrap it up here. We can like uh, keep talking for a little bit afterward, but I definitely need to have the recording start processing before this thing like gives out on me. I got All right. To bed here soon too. I have to. I have to make four exams before tomorrow. So, oh, damn. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get out of At here. Least he has um, his priorities straight. I, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, have started exactly, until now, exactly. anyway. <laughs> well, hey, if if you happen to listen in on this conversation and you've got opinions, we want to hear them. Um, you can connect with us on Twitter at uh, Doctor and Lawyer. Um, we also have a Patreon page where we're going to start leaving a tip at the end of each episode. Uh, and you can vote on who you want that to go to. Um, we, re- we just want to like give back, especially during this time. And that's patreon.com slash doctor and lawyer. Um, there's a couple different tiers there. None of them are more than like three or $4. So it's like you can get mentioned, get shout out. We can do some good with that. Um, but if, uh, if that's all guys, I think I'm going to head out of here. I, was not convinced to switch to Android in the slightest at all. So (laughs) I I felt like my time was well spent and you can go wallow in self pity. I (laughs) I had the absolute chaos like that. I, I planned on coming in and it, you got your guys's reaction was better than I than I would have hoped for. (laughs) I'll, I'll send you the video clip so you can, you know, play it back on your S tab seven. If you can figure out how to get it from your, iphone to the uh, <laughs> because i'm going to send it to you an iMessage and leave the transfer up to you to get it over. <laughs> I'll, I'll show cody how to do that that's pretty simple. it's not as hard uh, as you uh, make it sound what uh convinced me on the s tab 7 is the ability to get a one terabyte micro sd card you know you, know, you could have done that in your phone right for the note for the note 20 ultra that's like 
three hundred thousand dollars you know or in the note i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna moonwalk out of the room at this point and they pulled knives (laughs) right well guys this is fun you guys get i'm I'm my head out of here Show notes are the only way you're getting any information. That's called the book. (laughs)